Hey there, you're listening to another Minivan Mini with uh, Jen Laird and Elise McAllister, where we are unapologetically unedited. And this is a part of pushing a podcast, right, Elise? Oh, it sure is, it is yeah. isn't it? We're still pushing it. For a second, I almost didn't even remember our names. That's how very unedited we are. Oh, great. And unapologetic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, you know... I was just thinking the other day about what a great mom that I used to be. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like last week or last year or? No. Um, I was a really great mom about, you know, 10 and a half years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yep. That, if I'm doing the calculations right, um, is before you became a mother. Correct. Okay, gotcha. I was such an awesome mom before I had a baby. Mm. It was all the, those are the things I'm not going to do. Right. And these are all the things I'm going to do. Yeah. Oh, I had very concrete ideas uh-huh. about exactly how I would parent. Oh, and yeah. anyone who was going to do it differently was just flat out wrong. Right. Even those who had kids on the outside, their their parenting was all wrong, little, too. little judgment. You little think the mommy. Little sprinkling around your judgment when you'd see people doing stuff. You're like, I will never do that. My kid will never stand in the target line and start screaming. <laughs> Ever. My child will sleep through the night. Oh, of course. Fresh out of the womb. And I will never lose my temper. Oh, no. No, no. Never raise a voice. I will never feel frustrated because I will understand that they're going through something. And they're developing. Yeah. That these cries are just a way for your baby to communicate. Uh-huh. And, and there is no reason to feel frustrated by uh-huh. that because yeah. it's just communication. Just to clarify... These are all the thoughts you had before you became a mother. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And some that I kind of hear from people who aren't parents. In fact, uh-huh. on Mother's Day, we were at a restaurant and the table next to us, I could hear this group of youngerish folks who did <laughs> not have kids sitting around talking about the other kids in this restaurant misbehaving. Oh, wow. And how their kids would never do that. And also, what great eaters their kids are going to (laughs) be. I also have to admit that even my children will reflect back on their childhood and say things like, Mom, why is that kid always on on their phone, like when we're, say, out to eat? Um, You never would have let us do that. And say it from this place of like, gloating like we had to sit there and just color or be a part of the conversation at the dinner so even my children are a bit judgmental of other people little thanks to mommy Uh all around yeah it is so much easier to have a good sense of like the kind of parent you're gonna be true when you're you know not doing it up on yes (laughs) I was gonna say up on sleep and food and all the other things but you're right when you're not doing it yeah yeah Yeah. So um, if I can reflect back, I think some of the things that influenced the way that I parented um, were my kids' personalities. Mm. And they actually had to change. Like, even between children, the way that I handled something with one did not work. And we actually needed to do the complete opposite. Instead of a timeout, we needed a time in. 
Right. Because a time out escalated and they didn't leave and come back into the space happy and adjusted. They they came back and just kept escalating. Yes. So we realized, oh, you need connection with us. And that's your way of getting back into your body and getting your mood stabilized. Mm-hmm. It's really individual. I remember having a very set idea on how I wanted a parent And I had a parenting philosophy picked out. And then Mm -hmm. it turned out that whenever I used that style of parenting, it really made my oldest escalate. Interesting. And I had to throw it to the side. It totally works for my second. So it's a lot like your time in and time out. It worked for my second, but not my first. But I was so certain that it was going to be just fine. Yeah. I think I also needed some understanding along the way of developmental appropriateness. Right. So uh, um, readjusting my expectations for behavior or I don't want to say behavior because it makes it sound good or bad. But like, I guess no, behavior. behavior. Um or the way that they were, well, behavior, because whether or not they're sleeping, um, you know, as a as an infant, how much playtime, how much, you know, all of this sort of stuff, um, that having an understanding of what's typical developmentally appropriate, so that when I had the three-year-old who wanted to be Darth Vader, um, and I was a little freaked out by that, like, oh, my sweet baby boy <laughs> who just wants to be Darth Vader, um, what happened to helping people and identifying was so, like something that was helpful rather than something that was scary um, and understanding from his preschool teacher that that's developmentally appropriate at that age to um, to look at and maybe even um, identify with something that they find as scary. Yeah. I think it's really hard, though, to figure out, one, what your initial parenting strategy sure. is going to be, um, one, when you don't know their personality, but also when you've maybe been raised around other people who were raised yep. the same way. So you were brought up one way, you were raised around people brought up that same way, and I'm not saying you're judging the way that your sure. parents raised you, but maybe you've decided for whatever reason that's not going to work for you. A lot of the way that we raise our kids has to do with the time, right? The yeah. way that we were raised is different than the way our parents were raised. Yep. Um, and so wanting to do things differently. And mm-hmm. so then you've got to go out into this world and figure out what is what am I drawn to? What works for me? Mm-hmm. And then potentially pick an, a, a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But then also go into it with a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Because... You don't know the personality of that kid. I think having a um, reading some books from a larger perspective versus a micro, right? Yeah. Like, okay, in general, here's some um, some ideas that I have about parenting, um, and not getting worried about raising, you know, say a twelve um, year old when you're pregnant. You know, think right. about reading about things that have more to do with the overarching ideals about parentinghood, parenting or about um, infants, toddlers, preschools. But that's so hard to do. Like, it I is. remember when my totally. oldest was getting ready to start kindergarten, and I really felt like wherever we chose to have her go to kindergarten would definitely influence where she went to college. Oh, really? Absolutely. Oh, often that's adorable. Some of these, I know, but some of these ideas or these choices 
feels so big in the moment, right? Like, if I don't find the best toy for my baby's brain development, will my baby actually be smart? Right. What about the food that I put in my baby? Will this influence them for the rest of their life? I remember, I remember when my daughter started, my oldest started eating more food. I was like, I'm going to influence puberty by how, what kind of food I'm feeding her at one. And it's like, that is so much pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Right. And to some degree, some of these things might be a factor, but for the most part, most of these things can, you can find your way as you go about. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of self-compassion, a lot of being open to, um, changing as you Mm -hmm. go forward and go oh so that didn't work let's try this other idea um and keeping attachment and connection and relationship as paramount absolutely and then i think also not judging other parents totally that is it's so hard to do especially before you have kids i think but even while you are that parent i remember being at a (laughs) restaurant and sort of sort of being like your kids. We were at a restaurant and we were there with my mother-in-law and my daughters noticed, um, my, you know, a six-year-old, my six-year-old daughter noticed that everybody at the table was on their phone. Uh The mom and the two kids were all playing on some sort of screen. Okay. And they weren't having a conversation. And there was a lot of judgment about this. We were like, wow, they're not even interacting. What, what? we see mealtimes as such a great opportunity to catch up with our kids and be part of their lives, even when they're really busy. Well, not so long after that, we were on a road trip Uh and we, this drive was, you know, six hours without traffic and driving it straight. And we made a couple of stops and, you know, we're, we're about eight hours in the car together that day. And this is, you know, after being on vacation in a small place for over a week. So we're in the car and we're all exhausted. We're all crabby and nobody's their best when they're heading home from vacation. And we stop at a restaurant and I remember the kids being like, can we have the iPads or whatever it was? And we were like, absolutely. None of us wanted to say a word to each other. Right. And so we all stared at our screens. Somebody at the other table could have been or probably was looking at us and thinking you're missing out on such an amazing opportunity to connect with your kid but what they didn't know is I have been connecting with my kids so much in the car and on this vacation we were all just fried we didn't have any conversation left in us sure um interesting so maybe I was doing the same to those people in that restaurant when I was judging them. They might have all been cooped up together and quite sick and tired of one another too. Very true. Yeah. So I guess um, keep open and flexible. Gather some information. um, Read some stuff. Take some notes about some things that you hope to be um, to do as a parent. And um, I think, sure, you can plan for the kind of parent you want to be, but know that kind of like a birth plan it's actually a birth wish list and it's the same when it comes to parenting yeah you said be flexible and you know as always that is our f word bring your flexibility into all of it right Mm. so bringing it into parenting too and knowing that nothing in parenthood is permanent either and that your strategies can always change and this isn't about you know timeouts and time-ins or um you know, 
how the small things on how you parent, it's about the bigger picture of I want you to feel heard. Yeah. I want re- kids to grow up being respectful yeah. and yeah. those sort of things. So thinking about what the bigger qualities are that you want to instill in your kids and thinking about how do I take this personality yeah. and instill these these things in them. Yeah. Great. Good minivan thought there, Elise. Yeah, there we are, driving down the road. So we hope you take this into your minivan or into your world with kids. You don't have to have a minivan. It's okay. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.